The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Block and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, welcome in this Saturday morning, the Conservative Cartel live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. Boy, do we have a great show for you today. We've got the FISA rebuttal from the Democrats. We've got that entire story. We've got the budget shut down. We've got Uranium One. We've got dossiers. We've got NSA being duped. We've got so much stuff. Alongside of Chris X, my partner in crime, I am Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. And if you'd like to be part of the program this morning, here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is running. It's up. It's running. It's ready to go. 888-900-3393. Now, on top of all of that, Chris, we've got two great guests in Hour 2 and Hour 3 today. We've got Brandon Curran. Vice President of Marketing from BattleBox.com, our newest sponsor. We're going to talk about them and how fantastically awesome they are. And then we've got John Preston in Hour 3. He's got a new song out, Before I Am Gone. He's a firefighter. His brother was a police officer. Both are military guys, and his brother committed suicide about a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he wrote this song. So fantastic stuff um, coming today. I, it, there's just so much to get to on a Saturday. Boy, there is a ton to get to, and I know uh, we, we're we going to get to as much as we can. Thank, fortunately, we have three hours today, and we'll, we'll try to get through as much as we can. I know uh, we've got, of course, our... Our, our 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 pilot flying the mothership that would be Ron Phillips, and uh, I know he's well. You know, usually he lets us know who who this this hour of the program is brought to you by, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's correct. Good morning, guys. It's a wonderful Saturday here in Fort Worth, Texas. This hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Be a part of the unarmed forces and help manufacture peace through trade. Visit CombatFlipFlops.com and use code Cartel twenty for twenty percent off your first order. CombatFlipFlops.com. Bad for running, worse for fighting. Ooh, I, I bet like they it. would be. I bet they would be bad for running. I love flip-flops. I only, I only use flip-flops in combat. I just want to let you know that. And, and that's the only way to do it. Well, I'd usually take one of them off, throw it at somebody. It's a great distraction. Yeah. Leather, leather flip-flops normally help better than the foam ones. They throw better. <laughs> they fly better. It's almost that's, like a boomerang. That's right. So Chris, comes right back. <laughs> Chris, we've got... So let's set the stage here today because we've got a lot to talk about. But, First of all, you know what? Before we do, you're right. I, and it's going to be difficult for us just to hit what we're going through. We had a hell of a week, and we had a government shutdown this week for like five minutes. Now I owe Matt a cheeseburger. Thanks a lot, Rand Paul. Yeah, you do. Well, Rand and I are close. So you yes, know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I pushed him a text and said, hey, Rand, can you just shut the government down for like 45 minutes? I mean, if you could be good enough for me, old chap. Knew it. Got I knew he was a cheeseburger. Do that. Yeah, yeah. So there was cheeseburger in paradise over there. So you've got that going on. We've got this John Kelly Rob Porter story. They're trying to oust John Kelly. We'll see what happens with that. You know, of course, the budget, which is everyone's complaining about this, which is one of the reasons why. The other thing too is honestly, we agree with what Rand Paul was saying. Yes. We've got our interviews set up, and then of course, we've got Hillary Clinton with another coughing fit. We've got Memo Gate. We're going to hit in. I've got something a little later on global warming, which I like to call global swarming and we've got 
Russians bilking American spies out of $100,000 last year, promising to deliver stolen National Security Agency cyber weapons and compromising materials on President Trump. Spoiler alert, it's about as accurate as the dossier. Unbelievable. It, it, it's so, it, I mean, when, when we, we read all this stuff, we stay in tuned, we talk about this stuff all week long on our show. You can catch it on Facebook, by the way. And we want to give a shout out to those of you listening on TalkAmericaRadio.us, Spreaker.com, iTunes, iHeart. If you're listening over in Valdosta, Georgia on Talk 92.1 or Jasper, Florida on Talk 107.5 or in Carrollton, Georgia. On Talk 1330, we're glad that you're along for the ride. Of course, we're on the Blaze Radio Network today and everywhere that you can hear our voice. But we appreciate that. Now, you can watch the live video feed, Chris. Oh, yeah. Our Facebook page, The Conservative Cartel, or The Liberty Eagle. Back on The Liberty Eagle this week. So welcome to all of you who are watching it there. And, of course, we'll have The Blaze Facebook page up in hour two. But, yeah, they need to share the videos, by the way, because the, the cyber overlords tend to try to shut things down. So you guys watching on the conservative cartel, make sure you're sharing our video. Share it with your friends and, you know, liberty-minded places. And the same goes for the Liberty Eagle. You guys share, share, share alike. And we, we love when you do that because it gets the word out and it offsets those, we'll just say the um, the Zuckerbergites. We'll just we'll just go with that. The Zuckerbergites. I love it. So let's, let, let's yeah, get into this. Let's set the stage here because... The White House had five days to rebut the Dem FISA document. What's Trump hiding? Uh, the, and there it is. You, you, you got right past the first turtle we're going to get into. We, we, we talked about this all week. It's a trap. The Democrats know their stuff in there. The Democrats are mad because the Republican memo came out, and the Republican memo was supposed to be Armageddon, remember? Mm -hmm. uh, the, the world was going to end. There were going to be methods. There were going to be sources. Everybody was going to be called out. It was going to be awful, and Donald Trump didn't know what he was doing. There then, are so many inaccuracies in there that we just can't even mention one of them. Oh, at all at all and then they didn't want to and then we've got this private dem rebuttal fisa memo that is going to give us all of these inaccuracies they're going to explain to us why the republicans are wrong but yet no one read it in the in the house it didn't get circulated around we were told that we were obstructionists that we weren't going to vote for it we the little game got set the republicans said hey look we're for transparency let's bring it out they bring it out, they send it to Donald Trump, and lo and behold, what do we run into? You know, I've noticed that the only trans the Democrat Party is against is parency, okay? They seem to be for all the other transes out there. And then you've got this ridiculous memo that they're, they're, they're rebuttal. First of all, they, they told us, and we can talk about, and I don't know if Ron wants to throw the pick up today or not, but the, the Adam Schiff, our, our buddy, Mr. Schiffer brains is what I like to call him. He decided he was good. I mean, this is compromising national security. This is the worst thing you can do. You can't release the Republican memo. They did. There was no national security compromised, and no one died. Okay? Well, it was a complete lie, Chris. I mean, let's yeah. call it what it was. It was a complete and utter fabrication by the Democratic Party because they were butthurt of the fact that they've been caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, so, so but they, they went off on this, and they said, well, we've got ours. And then before they even released it, all of a sudden we're hearing from other people in the know that they put 
uh, nationally sensitive materials. They put classified stuff in there on purpose in theirs to make sure that Donald Trump had to redact it so they can attack him to make it look like he's hiding something. Shocking! It's, it's how they roll. Yes. It's what they do. And, and it's funny because Trey Gowdy came out yesterday and said, look, the Democrats are smart enough to know that if they do certain things and put information in, that they were going to get this end result. You need mm. to look over here and not at this hand because this is a complete and utter ruse. So what does Donald Trump do? We've talked about this because the left is tired of Donald Trump winning. You tired all the winning. Believe They're me. tired, Chris. They're tired. I mean, Donald Trump is running circles around them, even though he drinks twelve diet cokes a week or a day. And I'm tired McDonald's of Matt's winning cheeseburgers. <laughs> I'm tired of all Matt's winning cheeseburgers. But what does Trump do? He says, "Look." And he calls them out in in Trump style. And I'll guarantee you, I have not looked at Trump's Twitter account today, but I will guarantee you there will be two or three tweets that come out from Trump that say, you're not going to catch me. Send me an appropriate memo without sources and methods in them that give away the entire bank or our intelligence agencies, and I will show it to the world. You know, it's interesting because uh, that's how Trump rolls. That seems to be the only way he can get past the filters of the media and the others, and that's why they really want to bash him on Twitter. He's got to shut down that Twitter account. We can no longer let the President of the United States speak to the American people without going through our filters so we can lie and misdirect and manipulate. And unfortunately, he still has his Twitter account. Well, man, and that, you just hit on it. The left and the media are so irritable that they cannot filter what Donald Trump says. They cannot control the narrative that gets to our audience, to you, to me, to the people who are paying attention to this country who are tired of the lying. And now as we watch, we're going to get into this more in this hour, but we watch, Chris, as the NSA gets duped into false information because they've got their head so far up their derriere and the Trump apocalypse is upon them that they can't do anything else. They can't, they can't do their job. Well, it's, it's, it's not, I, I agree. It's not that their head's up there wherever. Um, the reality is they are so eager to bring down Donald Trump. They are so eager to destroy him and get rid of him because they, as you watch Rosie O'Donnell's Twitter account, they're so eager they can't fathom that he could possibly still be there. So you're right. They're falling for anything and everything. What is this? The 12th iteration? Uh, let's take a very short break. Don't go away. You're listening to the Conservative Cartel here from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. You want to get in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline? 888 The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Cartel. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Heck yeah, it is. 
Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, along with the Locker of Matt's. That would be Matt Locke. We are here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. We're also taking your calls on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. If you want to get in and weigh in on any of the insanity that's going on with Memogate, uh, the FBI and Department of Justice corruption, looks like all roads lead to Obama. Shocking. If you want to get in, uh, the, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That is triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Matt, we're literally just getting into this whole memo gate garbage. We had the Republican memo released. The Democrats said it's the end of the world. They've got their ten. Of course, theirs has to be twice as long, over twice as long. Their ten page memo. Yeah. They release it, and now we're looking. It seems like a lot of it has to be redacted because they actually put sensitive materials in theirs. Unlike what was in the Republican one. Shocker. Yeah, and completely, I liked your little transparency little bit. You know, they're for everything trans but transparency. I mean, this is an absolute ploy to, to distract us from the bigger issues that are currently going on within this government. Now, we're going to talk about the budget later. We're going to talk about the, you know, the intelligence agencies. We're going to talk about all this stuff, but the big deal here is a whistleblower just came out and dropped the goods on the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton. You, on do, Uranium One. Do we want to get into this now, or do we want to hit through this memo? No, I'm more? just highlighting it. Okay. We'll get to it later, but, oh, you know, we, we, we always bad. have... We always have this stuff, Chris, and, and the Democrats are good about this. You always got to ask yourself, what don't they want you to be looking at? Well, not only that, first of all, you're, you're right, because that's generally what they're doing. They're misdirecting or whatever. But then I've, it was it's ironic because we're looking at their release of their memo, and we had already heard from multiple people, hey, watch what's going to happen. They're going to put classified information in this, so, they have to re- so he has to retract it, so it makes it look like Trump is up to no good. So not only that, they're willing to put this stuff, everything they do is a landmine. For, 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 for Republicans or whomever else, and they're trying to trip up Trump. This dude, they have not been able to trip him up to this point. I mean, sure, he, he missteps every now and then, but he hasn't stepped on one of these landmines. In fact, he keeps pushing it in front of them, and they keep stepping on him left and right, because so far the only corruption and, um, you know, collusion, if you will, that we have found has been on the Democrat side. And don't you find that interesting that we're seeing all of the same players in Adam Schiff for brains Mm -hmm. and you've got chuck schumer and you've got nancy pelosi and you've got uh, the the christopher Steele, and now sydney blumenthal has entered the picture we've got all the same players you know the only person we're missing john podesta yeah where's podesta at i mean did that guy just did did he accidentally take a couple bullets to the back of the head did his plane crash (sighs) is he on uh, lolita island enjoying the rest of his time i mean it's amazing to me as we sit here and uncover all of these things that are going on, and you and I talked about this throughout the week on the show, on our Facebook and social media pages. Yeah. We're watching this all unfold in all roads for any kind of Russian collusion lead back to the Democrats, not the Republicans. But what is the mainstream media reporting on? They're not covering it. At all. No, it's, 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 it's silence. It's radio silence. It's, you know, there's a term in radio. If Matt and I were to sit here and make no noise, it was just this. That's called dead air. The media is dead air when it comes to the corruption uh, that, that's going back to the FBI, the Department of Justice. And then what was one of the big news that came out this week? We found the text messages with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Because oh, they were missing, by the way. 
They, they were missing, but they, now we know why they were missing, because they returned again, and one of those text messages was, hey, listen, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. After he went on television multiple times and told us, if you like your plan, you can keep it. Oh, wait, that wasn't true. If you like your doctor, you can get Oh, that wasn't true. Uh, your your health care costs are going to go down $2,500. That wasn't a year. That Benghazi attack was a video protest. Oh, that wasn't In other words, he continued to lie like he always does and the lamestream media is there don't worry they got his back they're going to make sure that as few people as possible are going to find this out that's why we have to be here and other wonderful talkers like us it gets the word out because they refuse to cover it well and the evidence is leaning people who want to look who are common sense critical thinking people like ourselves the evidence is leading us back to the Obama administration so in the end what this is is this is the Democratic Party, led by Adam Schiff, who, by the way, has very deep ties with George Soros, which is is a shocker all in itself. As we start unearthing this stuff, you know, we found the missing, you know, Peter Strzok text messages. They must have been in that suitcase with the NSA that got duped by Russia. You know, I mean, all this (laughs) stuff keeps coming up, but you hit on something very important, Chris. The more the left tries to show the public that this is Donald Trump, the more they're stepping in it, the more information that is coming out. Now, what have we not heard about? Here's the big question in my mind right now as we sit here and we cover this. What have we not heard about? What have we not talked about in the last week or two? Robert Mueller. The special investigation, all of these, um, all of these court documents they have and indictments. And now we know that Lieutenant General Flynn, now that all this information's come out, him and his lawyer are going and saying, Oh, wait a minute. You guys got all this stuff illegally. So Dan Bongino who is a fantastic host, has his own show, fills in for uh, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin. He was on last night, and I was listening to him, and he made a very great point. He said, look, when these guys went to the FISA court to get this warrant to spy on Trump because of this Steele dossier and and, and Carter Page and all that stuff, where is the transcript of everything that went down that what they said? Because in court, everything is recorded. Everything is written down for prosperity so you know what goes on. Where are the contempt charges? Where is the transcript? And why aren't heads rolling and why aren't people looking into it? You know, we may have found another trans the Democrat Party is against. They're against transcripts when they're incriminating them. They're against transparency. But those are the only transes we can find there again because they're for everyone else, including traitors. Including, you know, people that, I don't know, used to go by Bradley, now goes by Chelsea. Maybe got rid of, you know, released a bunch of... It, you know, it's funny. Why has he got Bradley Manning, who's now Chelsea Manning, released secrets, got himself in trouble, got went to prison, and then Barack Obama pardoned him. And then you've got this Democrat memo that's coming out that what's in there? Oh, apparently more secrets after they told us the Republic everything they tell us that the republicans are doing everything they accuse donald trump of doing they're guilty i remember hearing that as a kid hey don't go around talking about other people because if you do usually what's going
going to happen is that you, know, you got one finger pointing at them, and then you got you know three fingers pointing back at you. Boy, it is true as it could possibly be when it comes to the Democrats, because they're in their memo they've got stuff that has to be redacted. You've got oh, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi. America's intelligent and national security are being politicized. Isn't Why won't that the amazing? president put our country before his personal and political interests? Isn't um, but where Chris? Where was Nancy Pelosi for the eight years that Obama was politicizing the IRS, was politicizing the CIA, the FBI? I mean, I want you to listen to this. Here's some direct quotes out of a Fox News article by Catherine Herridge. Can I I answer the question first? Yes. I know where she was. She was passing the bell to know what is in it. Well, and she was saying, you know, she's got to call Trump Bush because that lady is completely out of her mind. <laughs> but let's think about this for a second. You've got White House counsel Don McGahn. McGahn, I think, McGahn, M-C-G-A-H-N. McGahn, I think it's probably it. how that's pronounced. He says, although the president is inclined to declassify the February 5th memorandum, which is the Dem memorandum, yeah. because the memorandum contains numerous properly classified and especially sensitive passages he is unable to do so at this time so you've got the white house counsel saying look there's stuff in there that's got to be taken care of we got to look at national security so what is the the first response out of the left the president's double standard when it comes to transparency is appalling according to amy schumer's uncle chuck said in a statement after the release of mcgon's letter here here it go here we go The rationale for releasing the Nunez memo, transparency vanishes when it could show information that's harmful to him. Millions of Americans are asking one simple question. What is he hiding? They're not asking that question. What what, what common sense, rational thinking people are asking today is when in the hell is the government going to do their job competently? Well, and the thing is, I think there were millions of people asking the question about where, you know, what's going on with Trump? Was there some sort of collusion? There's been two years of investigation. They found nothing. They found, we now know, and this isn't speculation. I'm not speculating this. In fact, if you don't trust anything that Matlock or Chris X says here on the conservative cartel, I want you to go look it up because I'm not here to preach to you. I'm not here to direct you or to manipulate you. I'm here to provide you information that is refused to be allowed to you to go through on the lamestream media. So we've got, uh, we now know that President Obama, his admin- administration had FISA warrants on Donald Trump. They spied on him before he was elected. They followed all the way. If you just go on, you look, they were looking at every, if there was any collusion, we would have heard about. There's none. James Comey, no collusion. Hey, Chris, they would have had a parade if there was collusion. <laughs> they they would have paraded up and down Pennsylvania Avenue, dancing with their LGBT community and everybody else that they like parades for because they got mad because of a military parade. You're absolutely right. So we found nothing, but throughout this process, we have found that the Democrat, the DNC, along with James Comey, and we've got Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, and you've got Bruce Orr and his wife Nellie, who worked for Fusion GPS, and all of these people in the FBI, they were actively trying to stop him from being elected have been discovered because of their very own nefarious activities and then of course you've got it after he's elected they're trying to bring him down nothing has been found they based FISA warrants off this garbage dossier and what are we learning there's like three more dossiers how many is there out there now Matt 
Well, Chris, there's like four of them, but Andrew McCabe said it best. If it weren't for the false opposition reporting and, and the judge not knowing, there never would have been a FISA warrant. There never would have been a warrant to go after Donald Trump. So in this whole scheme of things, the Democratic Party knew they were making things up. They knew that they were not true. They did it because they think we're stupid, that we're not going to pay attention, and then it will catch Donald Trump in the act. Look, we got to take another quick break. Don't go anywhere. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning, 888-900-3393. Want to be part of the program? Be right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. And you are listening to the Conservative Cartel. Good Saturday morning. Welcome back, the Conservative Cartel. Chris X, Matt Locke, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network this morning. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-933-93. But it is that time again, the Conservative Cartel honoring our heroes. And it is heavy hearts this week because this one hits very close to home. Richardson Police Department here in the great state of Texas. Officer David Sherrard was shot and killed while responding to a disturbance at an apartment complex in, in the 4250 East Renner Road here in Richardson, Texas. As officers arrived on the scene, they located a man suffering from a gunshot wound outside of the apartment. Now, the officers were able to identify an apartment where the suspect was located. And as they made entry, the man opened fire, striking Officer Sherrod in the neck. Officer Sherrod was transported to Medical City Plano, where he succumbed to his wounds. Now, the subject barricaded himself inside of the apartment for several hours before surrendering. The man who shot Officer Sherrod was charged with capital murder of a police officer. Now, here's the sad part. Officer Sherrod had served with the Richardson Police Department for 13 years. He is survived by his wife and his two daughters, aged 37 13 years on the force, badge 1078. Godspeed, police officer David Sherrard. We hope your family finds healing and that the community comes around you. And it's it's sad to say that. I said something to Chris this morning, and, and it's one of those deals. The cartel stands behind our law enforcement, our first responders, our firefighters, our military. We will continue to honor them. And the sad reality of the fact is we're going to honor them every week because some knucklehead out there is going to kill another police officer. It's got to stop. It would be a great day when we can come on this program and say that we don't have an honoring our hero. Well, I couldn't that would be a great yeah. day. Now, look, Chris, I want to give a shout out. To the hardest working man in radio, producer Ron, because I'm seeing a lot of great, great uh, comments 
on our Facebook page, the Conservative Cartel and the Liberty Eagle, that we are now in 1080p. Oh, that's right. We are crystal clear and bright, and Ron Phillips is the hardest working executive producer in radio. So, yes, we are coming to you. And I'm going to tell you what right now. If you're not watching the show on the Liberty Eagle or the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, you should be because there's a lot of great conversation going on over there and it is crystal clear and our studio looks fantastic. And by the way, we made our debut today, the new iteration of the cartel on Twitter. So we're now on Twitter. We're live on Twitter. You can watch us. If you're on Twitter, head over and find me at the cartel, Matt. Where are you at, Chris? I'm at Chris X Radio. There it is. So go find us, watch the video. But uh, Chris, let's wrap up this whole Dem memo because we got lots more to get to. You know, Trey Gowdy, who is leaving, by the way, the house, which is sad because I love Trey Gowdy. Met Trey Gowdy, fantastic guy. But Trey, Trey Gowdy came out, and I, I think this puts a stamp on it, and, and I think it really tells you what's going on because no one's fooled on the right. You know, he told Martha McCallum that Democrats are politically smart enough to put things in the memo that have to be redacted. He says, therefore, it creates this belief that there's something being hidden from the American people. Bingo, on the money, drop the mic. Yeah, he's been he's been dealing with these clowns long enough now that he knows exactly how they work. And he's a prosecutor, and he's a good one. He's going back into private uh, business, which I don't blame him. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine no. being somebody of, of Trey Gowdy's intelligence? Because he's very smart, yes. and he sits there and watching him. I've watched him 30, 40, 50 times. I don't even know when he's going and grilling these criminals, and, and virtually nothing is done repeatedly with the IRS, with Lois Lerner and Koskinen, and you've got Hillary, and then you've got James Cohn me and then you've got you name it on and on he's dead on he knows exactly how these clowns work because they do it repeatedly they're pulling out the same plays they got away with years and years because they had these other republicans who wouldn't speak out right. they would be christian like and turn the other cheek Trump's not that animal, and I, I'm glad to see Trey Gowdy speaking out before he goes away because we're going to miss him on that end of, of service. I'll tell you that. Well, and Chris, the thing is, producer Ron and I went up to Washington, D.C. last June for the FAIR Conference, the, the Federation of Americans for Immigration Reform, and we were up on the Hill, and we had the opportunity to talk to a lot of different people there, and you would be amazed at how much debauchery, how much doesn't get done, and how much the public does not know. And I'm not going to give away sources or who told us things, because we said we wouldn't. But we had a 90-minute conversation one, one day we were there, and the things that we were told were just horrendous. They, they, they were absolutely frightening of what does not get done. In we're going to be there in, we're going to be back there in two weeks yes. with the, the, the CPAC. CPAC is going on. We're going to broadcast live from CPAC. So we will be there for the weekday show and, of course, right here on The Blaze as well. So uh, you guys be prepared because we're going to be right back in the belly of the beast. And I'm, it's going to be very interesting to see who's all going to be at CPAC this year. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And I, here's the thing. I've known a few people, and I, they shall remain nameless. Those who have listened to my programs over the years knows some of the, the people that have served up on Capitol. Capitol Hill that I've talked yeah. to that I've known and I was told some of the things that I can't say on the air right because of, of just how nefarious some of these clowns are and, the, and they're all on the left I know there are some on the right too but the most of them are on the left and they are nefarious and I, I mean that nefarious they don't care about you no. they don't care about anything other than power and destroying who gets in their way well the one thing we were told which absolutely frightened me 
we were told, look, what you see on TV, what you think they're, that people know what they're doing, there is absolutely zero plans in Washington, D.C. to get anything done. There's none. And, and that's the most frightening. I mean, the reality of it all. We, we sit here, Chris, and we talk about this stuff all week long. We come onto our Blaze Radio program, and, and we give people information. And, and I couldn't agree with you more. We are not the gospel. You know, the things we say, you know, we hope them to be true. We research them, but we want you to go research them and then find your answers. We're not the end-all, be-all. There's things that we have opinions. We're, we're, we're just like anybody else. We're human. But when we start looking at the, the things that are going on up there, and, and the thing that amazes me, we've watched as the mentality of get Trump has gotten in the way of intelligence agencies doing their jobs of gathering information, of protecting this country, of balancing our budget, of making sure that the government gets out of our way and that the economy grows. We've watched the stock market go up and down. We've watched the left blame Trump for all this stuff. And in the end, what is getting done? Now, something's getting done, but we're, you know, uh, unfortunately, usually it's the wrong things. Um, I, you know, I can say this. You say it scares you. Does it scare you more than, say, Hillary Clinton going to an event? You know, she was speaking at the Makers Conference, and she had another coughing fit. Listen, it went for three and a half minutes. I'm going to just play you just a tiny little clip so you get to hear how, how awesome she was. This is the leader of the resistance, ladies and gentlemen. Violence, and by <coughs> continuing to tell the truth about our lives. So... <coughs> Let me add my voice. I, feel bad I for pledge her. to continue <coughs> to speak out. I pledge to never give up. <coughs> I will do everything I can <coughs> to keep my voice, number one, <coughs> to advance the rights and opportunities of women. <coughs> In the midst of this snowstorm, stay on the front lines Good of Lord. democracy. Thank you all for being part of this gathering <coughs> of history makers, troublemakers and change makers she's dying over there i mean i feel for her you, 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 chris you do because we know we speak every day and sometimes your voice just wears out and then i got the flu it happens but when's the last time hillary clinton spoke you know, it's been a little while, and this isn't the first coughing attack we've seen from her. We've we've seen it happen repeatedly. Unfortunately, she's had a few of them, and I, it, it's you wonder about her health. You, you, you know what happened? Somebody forgot to stock the Tito's in the plane. Mm, yeah, they possible. did. She needed a little elixir before she got out there. She didn't she, have it. She needed to wheeze the juice, is what you're saying. There it is. You know, and it's it's funny, but it's not funny. It's I mean, you go funny. back and, and, and you look, and, and I hope she's okay. I don't want her to die of a coughing fit. But you look at all the <laughs> coughing fits she had on the campaign trail. You look, and it's, of all people, I cannot stand uh, Bill Maher. But on HBO, he said, one of the things he said, and he was dead on, he said, all you had to do was not collapse on 9-11. And she did. She was not healthy. It was 68 degrees or whatever it was. And then she collapsed, and they had to carry her into a van. And then here's the thing. It would be different if, in fact, they didn't lie to us every time they open their mouths. So they say, when she's perfectly healthy, is she? Yeah. Is she really healthy? I don't think so. Let's take a very short break. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Oh, man, we're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Don't go away. we got a lot more to cover. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on The Blaze Radio Network.
conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Yeah, I could just sit here and rock out for a while. I like that. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris Axe, along with Matt Locke. We are here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to join us here on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 thirty-three Love to get you on board. You know what, Matt? I, I don't think we're done. I, I told you it was three and a half minutes of Hillary Clinton coughing. You ready for round two? Yes. You ready for this? All right, here it goes. This was Hillary Clinton speaking earlier this week. She had another coughing fit. It was the Makers Conference. It was a women's rise up, women's power event, and she is the leader of the resistance. Ladies and gentlemen, this is I, I had to give the second one because th this is the best one. You are the definition of what it means to turn, be a maker, turn the and we are so grateful that you have come here today. Thank you. Thank you, Listen. You can't see. Can't see it. Well, we are on radio. Hold on. Before you go, we'll let you. We we have one last question: the Olympics. We hope you don't die. Are you rooting for what? What are you going to watch, <laughs> Dylan? I'm going to watch as much as I can see. <clears throat> I love the Winter Olympics. I just I love the athleticism and the stories of our athletes. And I'm excited that Adam Rippon and Gus Kenworthy will be the first openly gay. Oh Olympic. my God! There yeah. we go. Wait, keep listening. She's not done. <laughs> you know, the only thing that brings us to mind is I, th I think we need a hill dog dance off. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but can she dance if she's coughing? You know, maybe that's why she was coughing. She's just so worn out from all this dancing. Hey, you guys remember Benghazi? You remember what happened? Look. He came. He saw. He died. <laughs> She was so happy when he died. Dude, she is getting down. If you're not watching this on Facebook, it's fantastic. Dude, she is busting a move. Yeah, I don't know how she is. does it. She's got some rhythm. I didn't know she could move like that. Did Michelle Obama teach her that move? Because that's pretty good. The best thing is, you know, she may be choking on her lies, but she can bark with the best of them. Just listen. It's really her. All right. Man, you guys didn't oh. see him. Ron did the splits behind the camera over there. He's good. I mean, it's crazy. It's fabulous. Uh, you know, like the, the complete splits. He was so flat on the floor, you, you couldn't have put a, a playing card underneath him. Believe me. Just saying. But look, he, we were, the, the really scary thing, you know, we have some fun here on the show, of course. You know, we do the hill dog dancing and the, all that all that stuff. But it's she's seriously sick. She was, how close was she to being the president of the United States? And how close were we as a country to never finding out any of this stuff? I mean, in the end, this was all a, 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 a campaign waged by the left thinking they were never going to be caught. Yep. And had she been elected, you can guarantee all of this would have been buried. We would not be getting any of the information out of how corrupt the, the FBI is, unfortunately, but these people working on behalf of them, uh, we wouldn't know what was going on in the Department of Justice. We wouldn't know all of the dossier. We wouldn't know about Bruce Orr and his wife, Nellie, working with opposition research, paying for this, Hillary paying for the dossier. We, we wouldn't know about Christopher Steele. We wouldn't know about it. Lisa Page and Mr. Strzok. We wouldn't know about any of this stuff. 
Well, and, and you wouldn't find out about this Cindy Blumenthal. So here, here's the new story this morning that we've got to hit on here before the end of the hour because it all goes together. A yeah. former Obama State Department official, imagine that, Jonathan hmm. Weiner, in an attempt to come clean and shape the narrative before being exposed, confirmed that he passed on another dossier from Clinton operatives to the author of the infamous Trump dossier, who is... Christopher Steele. Wait, how many dossiers are there again? There are four. four. There are four dossiers. And, and here's the crazy thing. Around that same time, Weiner happened to speak with an old friend. I'm using air quotes if you're not <sighs> watching on the Facebook pages. And longtime Clinton operative, Sidney Blumenthal. Wait, wasn't Trey Gowdy just talking about him earlier in the week? Yes. Because there might be some hint of corruption connected to Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Sidney Blumenthal. That's how I know you're you're reaching there, Matt. Because it's all true, every bit of it. That I, uh, remember when Barack Obama told us there wasn't a smidgen of corruption, not a smidgen, not a scintilla, not a, not a scintilla, not, not one a scintilla. Tiny little bit, not one bit. Of corruption, not one, not one scandal, Chris, not one scandal at all. Just fifteen. If you watch the mainstream <laughs> media, you'd believe that. It, it, it's so crazy. But this old friend, this old longtime Clinton operative, Sidney Blumenthal, he and Blumenthal, by the way, Mister Weiner, discuss Steele's report, an admission yeah. that Blumenthal. Here you go. Here's the catch. This is an admission. That Blumenthal, who is a close Clinton friend, knew about the Steele dossier as early as 2016, even though Hillary Clinton herself denied knowing anything about it until 2017. But you know we've, we've we've learned over time that uh, the the best way to understand if a Democrat is involved in something is when they offer their full denial, yes. because that's the way it works now. That's how it is. We, we've seen it repeatedly. We, I've, I go over it multiple times, and I, I don't want to keep doing it because I know you guys get tired of hearing it. But you can go look at the health care debate. You can look at Benghazi. You can look at all of these. Hillary Clinton, did I wipe the server? You mean like with the cloth? I mean, everything. they And they try to make little jokes out of everything. We're learning this rabbit hole. This this, is, this isn't even a rabbit hole. It's a wormhole at this point. Oh, my God. It's a black hole. At this um, point, it is huge, it is wait. undiscovered, and it is getting larger every day. You may be right, and we, we see that Adam Schiff was involved, so it could be considered a Schiff hole. Well, it could be a Schiff hole. I mean, I'd be offended by that statement. I don't know about you. Well, if it suits him, <laughs> wear, it, wear it like you mean it, Adam. But look, here, here's, here's the takeaway of all of this. If, if Hillary Clinton is president, we never see this, the corruption is so deep and it is so infiltrated into so many different intelligence agencies. But what is the left telling you? Well, the right is going after these intelligence agencies, and they don't stand for law enforcement. You know, I think we saw how the last administration, which included Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, how they stood with law enforcement. They sided up with Black Lives Matter. They more often than not sided with them and didn't really back. And then so much so that the president himself had to come back and go, I stand with police. But did you? You sided with the criminals every time. You sided with Trayvon. You sided with Mike Brown. Yep. You sided with everybody other than the cops at every opportunity. You said the police acted 
stupidly in your buddy professor's case, okay? So every time you opened your mouth, you sided with the other side and then turn right around and go, no, 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 I support the police. Just like, yeah, there wasn't a smidgen of corruption, not a scintilla, not anything. In other words, we're quickly learning that every time Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton's lips are moving, they're lying. Every time. And here, here's the final thought. Is anything ever going to be done? Heads have to roll, right? I mean, at some point, heads have to roll in this. At some point, the DOJ and Jeff Sessions and Donald Trump and anybody in these intelligence agencies who want any kind of of uh what, what word am i thinking of i'm thinking of you know we need to have some we need to have some credibility come back to our intelligence agencies do we not well that was why we couldn't release that republican memo because it's going to destroy the credibility because you, you, this ties it to me this is exactly the same as when the media goes after Donald Trump saying you, he can't use his Twitter account to tell you what's going on. We're not allowed to filter it. That's the deal. They filter it. They go through and they filter it. They shade it. They manipulate it. They cover the news they deem fit to print. Same goes for them. They did, the reason why they didn't want that coming out is because they didn't want us to know what they were doing. We now know what they were doing, and the POTUS knew about it. We got the text messages now. Not only did he know about it, he wanted to be informed of every little detail. Yep. It, at some point here in hour number two, I want to get to this all roads lead to Barack Obama with the corruption on the Department of Justice and the FBI. I want to get to that because all roads are pointing to them. Something's in, in look, as an average citizen, something has to happen. There has to be some kind of justice. There has to be some kind of of criminal charges, or we're going to be a banana republic. Look, that's it for hour one. That's unbelievable, but don't you fret. Two more fantastic hours are coming. Stick around. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-933-93. This is the Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to our number two of the conservative cartel. I am Chris X, along with Matt Locke. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. As always, we come bearing a gift beyond price that is almost free. The spirit of talk radio, ladies and gentlemen. You want to get lined up? You want to join us on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 900 You guys know about Matt Locke, right? He's the locker of mats. He is the breaker of chains. He is the, well, he's the Khaleesi of talk radio. I like to call him... The Kal-El. He's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Matt Locke. <laughs> this hour of the conservative cartel, guys, is brought to you by 
Battle Box, the premier survival tactical subscription box on the planet. You can visit them at BattleBox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Use code CARTEL for 15% off your first box. BattleBox.com. Hey, Matt, I see one there. Hey, speaking of, by the way, producer Ron came in at the break and put a Battle Box. This is the Pro Plus Box on my desk. Now, look, here's the deal. We gave away the beautiful Moonstruck Leather handcrafted concealed carry purse in Merlot with a croc finish. We will give you that winner next Saturday. We've sent the email out. We will let you know who that is. They've got 48 hours to reply back, and we'll make sure we get that fantastic purse to them. But guys, gals, if you want to be in the running to win this Pro Plus Battle Box giveaway, here's how you do it. Head over to theconservativecartel.com and become a VIP. All you need is your email. Go like the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. That enters you in to win this fantastic battle box. And in this hour, by the way, we've got the VP of Marketing from BattleBox, Brandon Curran, joining us. And we're going to talk all things BattleBox, what they do, all that great stuff. So if you want to be part of this, get in there. Be a VIP of the Conservative Cartel. You find that at theconservativecartel.com. Now, Chris, what are we going to talk about this hour? You know, before we get to it, uh, here's the other deal with the Battle Box. I'll spell that out so people know how to make sure they know exactly how to spell it. B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. There's no E. No E. Battle yeah. Box without Battle box. an E. So hey, by the go. way, if I'm not mistaken, don't we have somebody from Battle Box going to join us in the next segment? Brandon Curran. Man, that's what I'm talking about. And we can learn more about what's in those battle boxes too, right? That's right. And how they're picked and what they do. And it's a fantastic story. And it's a monthly deal. And it's like Christmas every month from Battle Box. You pick your level and you get all kinds of goodies delivered to your house once a month, just like okay. Christmas. I'm looking forward to that. Everybody loves Christmas. Yes, they do. All right. So we've been talking a little bit about the uh, memo gate this morning. Uh, we got time. We may get into a little pay for play. We haven't really got to, you know, the John Kelly, Rob Porter story. They're trying to pin this rob porter guy resigned and now they're trying to pin everything on john kelly which they why do they yeah why do they always do this it's so funny i saw um uh former vice president or everybody's favorite joe biden saying them praising rob porter's like praising an axe murder saying he was whatever oh I, yeah i saw the way you guys treated al franken okay do me a favor go away quietly yeah um so we also saw the Hillary Clinton cough fest, and we did a dance-off while we're at it. Uh, there's a whole lot more we've got here as we get kicking off an hour or two. At some point, we're going to get into global warming. Apparently, this island seeking, uh, sinking off the Pacific coast that was the biggest climate change victim is somehow not sinking and it's gotten growing. bigger. growing. Wait, what? What? But, that's, but climate change causes that too, okay, man? Well, hey, Come by on. the way, the sun is going to get cooler by the year 2050. I saw that's that could be a tales from the Chris X Files. There right you there. go. I mean, you know these liberal loony wackadoodles on the left who claim science and climate change or global warming or whatever calling it this day. It, does this not just go to prove that Donald Trump knew exactly what he was doing with his Paris Climate Agreement? <laughs> Give me a break! What a waste of money. The sun is going to warm and the in the the sun is going to cool and we're going to have periods of up and down because it's Mother Nature and we can't do a doggone thing about it. Well, 
Well, I think we pretty much cleared it up. The reason why the sun was so hot was because all those fluorocarbons, uh, was it fluorocarbons that came yes. out of the hairspray, finally made it to the sun. It was burning it. That stuff's flammable, you know. I blame so it. it hey, isn't that, isn't that like gender discrimination because who uses hairspray? Oh, there you go. I mean, is that not like uh, sexism? How do you know I don't have hairspray on right now, Matt? I don't. Okay, I mean, there you go. You, you could. You might have some makeup on, too. I mean, you kind of like that. You better watch it. I'll hit you with my purse if you don't settle Oh, out. see, here we go. But uh, we had a government shutdown, Chris. Yes, we, we did. We had a government shutdown this week. And, and, and the crazy thing about it is it wouldn't be a cheeseburger. Yeah, it did. We had a bed, which a lot of you guys, if you watch the weekday programs, which you can watch, of course, on the Liberty Eagle and then on you know, uh, on Facebook, where we're talking about with our conservative cartel page and uh, the political cowboy, our buddy Chad Prather. If you if you watch the shows, you can go find us. Go to cartel conservativecartel.com, or you can follow us online, Conservative Cartel, on Facebook, and it's everywhere. If you guys are paying attention to the weekday program, when, when we found out there was there may be a shutdown, I'd be in all bold. I said, that's it. I'm going to bet Matt a cheeseburger. If the government did not shut down, he had to buy me a cheeseburger. If the government did shut down, I had to buy him a cheeseburger. And thanks to Rand Paul, who was actually right in what he said, they shut it down for like 45 seconds. So now I'm going to get him a Happy Meal cheeseburger. Is that what we agreed to, Matt? Yeah. No, we, no. We agreed to a really nice cheeseburger, by the yeah. way. Gosh darn it. So that's what we're going to do. So, but but the the point was the government did shut down for a very short amount of time, and it was interesting watching once again Trump play them the way he normally does because he's like, well, if they don't want to come to the agreement on the wall and help fund this, then I will shut it down, and they started losing their minds, and then somehow McConnell and schmucky Chumer got on the same page and they got this budget passed which has a whole lot of pork in it and it does some good things a whole lot of pork in it but let's talk about what donald trump has actually accomplished that no other republican up to donald trump can do you know what he's done he has stood up to them the democratic party is not used to having someone on the right have a backbone no the, the, the the democratic party throws out a salacious claim it runs to the media the media parrots that claim and then what does the republican do oh my bad i'm getting bad press i'd better say i'm sorry because i want to look good in the media or i want to turn look the other good. cheek right they just or, they won't say anything that's right what does donald trump do he punches you back twice as hard and donald trump has owned the shutdown narrative and how he has owned it is he has put into the fact and under the microscope for public consumption that the democrats are not for them but they're for illegals instead and they will shut the government down and they don't care about you well, not only was that on full display at the State of the Union, we saw Nancy Pelosi, and a good example, and Chuck Schumer and the gang, they wouldn't stand for American citizens. Nope. They wouldn't stand for lower unemployment. Nope. Historically low black and Hispanic unemployment in our country. They wouldn't stand for the military. They wouldn't stand for tax cuts. They wouldn't stand for bonuses. But Nancy Pelosi stood in Congress for eight hours for illegal immigrants, saying she wished her grandson had, what was it, brown skin and brown, brown eyes. eyes. And she thanked the parents of illegals, illegal parents who came here illegally and brought their kids here. Sexist. Well, and there you go. Well, there's that, but my, it shows you exactly where she stands. They're wanting those votes so hard, they're willing to thank those people, people here illegally, over American citizens. She stood for eight hours for them. They have to have 
and I'm talking about they as in the Democratic Party, have to have a permanent underclass of voters. And the really sad thing about this entire deal, and you can trace it back for 50, 60, 70 years when LBJ said he was going to have those N-words, voting Democrat for 100 years, the Democratic Party uses people for their vote. They're not for you. They're not for the little guy. They don't want more money in your pocket tax reform. They don't want you to have anything more than they give you because when the government controls you, they can tell you what you can and cannot have. Crumbs. Crumbs, they told you. Hence Obamacare. And you and I talked about it this week. I know it's a relevant fact. We've got socialized medicine over in Europe failing. People are dying daily because they are not getting health care because who runs health care? The government. They decide if you live or die. Death panels, anybody? But don't tell that to the left. I mean, it's unbelievable. But look, once again, we're up against it. Don't go anywhere. We're going to dive even farther into this budget shutdown. Rand Paul's my hero. The conservative cartel, Chris X, Matlock rolls on this Saturday morning. Stick around. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris X. We are rocking and rolling this Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios and on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. It is my honor, my pleasure. We have Brandon Curran from Battlebox. Brandon, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm hanging in there, guys. How y'all doing? We are doing fantastic, sir, and thank you. Alongside Chris X, I'm Matt Locke. We got Brandon Curran. Brandon, tell the audience what your role with BattleBox is. Well, I'm the uh, I'm the resident redneck, I guess most people would say. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm the VP of marketing at BattleBox, but uh, um, make a long story short, I was a uh, I was a customer of BattleBox, um, and I started doing YouTube reviews. And uh, over the course of about 24 months, a little over two years, maybe up to 26 months worth of that, they offered me a job to come on board and, and kind of um, help out with their marketing. And kind of, I got, in a way, I kind of inadvertently became the face of, of the BattleBox brand. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been, been awesome, man. Um, having a lot of fun and, and blessed to have a cool job with a lot of good people. Fantastic. Um, now, Brandon at battle box, let's talk about battle box. There, there's some different levels you can get into. We've got all the way from basic up to pro plus what is battle box's mission and what do you actually do? Um, well, I guess our mission is, 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 uh, we, we want to provide, um, yeah survival and tactical gear to, to people and, and help get people in the 
getting prepared mindset. Um, a lot of us um, aren't prepared for, for many different things. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many people aren't prepared for a basic fire in their kitchen. I mean, um, most people I talk to, I'll ask them, do you have fire extinguisher in your kitchen? And like, no, actually I don't, you know, so we, we all have this mentality of all oh, this, these things aren't going to happen to me. Um, but also, you know, uh, the creator of battle box, Daniel Babs, um, you know, he's, he's kind of like me. He likes, you know, survival and tactical gear, everyday carry type stuff, um, being prepared for, for all sorts of different situations. So our main mission is to, you know, uh, supply these things, kind of get that, that mindset in people's minds of all the different things that encompass survival. It's not all about doomsday prepping. It's not all about wearing ten full hats and all that kind of stuff that people immediately think when you say, I'm a prepper. Um, <laughs> prepping is, is something we have to do um, to sustain ourselves and, and be prepared for whatever happens. And it could be as, as small as your kid needing needing some medical care while you got them at the park or whatever, all the way to a house fire or home invasion or, you know, full-blown um, off-grid situation, you know. So um, our mission is to supply people that, get that in their mind, for, and, and have fun doing it. You know, like I said, it's not all about doomsday prepping. Um, prepping can be fun. Um, there's lots of really cool gear out there, lots of really cool skills, lots of information, and lots of uh, – opportunities to to be prepared and to, and to teach others so, well and I, I think you made a good point but you're right a lot of people's preparation consists of a tinfoil hat and that's about it uh we're talking yeah. with uh, brandon curran with battlebox the website b-a-t-t-l-b-o-x.com battlebox.com no e and if you go there on the home page you can literally see you can pick your own battle box you can go from as, as matt was just talking about the basic advanced pro pro plus and i guess the, as you were pointing out the big difference between the the different boxes of course the price as you go up it goes up but you get a whole lot more you can start with a very basic box which is the basic model you get some like three to seven hand selected items and manuals and other things but then you can go all the way to the top now i'm assuming yeah. uh, brandon when you get to the top you're talking about people who are the, that's the pro level those are people who really want the good stuff yeah i mean the pro plus level you're guaranteed um a, a nine for cutting you some utensil of some sort and, that, and that's our most popular box um because there's lots of people out there that enjoy collecting knives and and part of the fun is it is when when you receive a box you have no idea what the theme is, you have no idea what's in it. So it's kind of you know that that also has that you know excitement. You know we call it Christmas every month kind of value to it. You go to your door, you pick up a box, you have no idea what's in it till you open it. Um, but you know uh, at a hundred and fifty dollar level we we've we've had knives in there that their their price point is a hundred and fifty bucks. So you got up to close to you know three hundred fifty four hundred dollars worth of gear. For just what the cost of the knife was. Um, so, Brandon, so, Matt, here, not to interrupt you, not to interrupt you here. We got Brandon Curran from BattleBox on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Do you guys fight over who gets to pick what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's a squabble here or there sometimes. Um, um, yeah, I mean the, the cool thing is 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 you know we all have opinions um, of what we think is cool, or what we think is useful, and and stuff like that, but. Uh, you know, we plan things out several months in advance just, just due to the fact of having to, to receive the items so that we can ship them out and stuff like that. So we have a lot of a lot of uh, brainstorming sessions that, that can be quite comical to if you were a fly on the wall, for sure. <laughs> so, but, uh, 
I, I've got to pick a few things to go in the box, and I get to help out with that stuff on occasion. Da- Daniel's more the mastermind on that, but um, but man, it, it's fun because it's you know being being a gear junkie like I am, you know, just t- testing stuff out, and that's what I do a lot of. Daniel will get something and be like, "Man, go test this, see if it's worth, you know, see if you like it. Is it something that that you think the customers like?" So I go out in the woods, man, and I'll beat the crap out of things and tear them up and. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, you know. It's kind of uh, I'm I'm amazed sometimes. I, I get paid to do what I do sometimes. <laughs> well, Brandon, how do you guys come up with the names? Like, let's can we talk about this month's box, or is it top secret? Um, we can talk about the one that that just came out. I mean, okay. this, that, that one's shipping right at the moment. So, and, and this is an interesting box. This was a active shooter and a casualty response kit. Um. After the Las Vegas uh, shootings, um, it was like, okay, we, we need we need to do something because obviously nobody really prepares for that. You know, um, you don't you don't prepare for sort, some sort of tragic event like that to happen, um, and hopefully we we never will have to experience that. And, and um, you know, my thoughts and prayers are out to everybody that was that was affected by that. But uh, so we sat down and we were like, okay, well let, let's build out something that um we can get this in somebody's mind and get them to start thinking about it so in that box we had um some basic metal medical supplies like galls and stuff like that but we also upped it up to like some um chest seals some halo chest seals for for you know like a sucking chest wound and things such as that um there's actually a medic type uh, uh swing bag that you could put all this medical gear in. We've got tags for casualty, tags for um, immediate, um, you know, immediate care, expectant. You know, so you could go around and and assess, you know, the victims, and you can tag them that way. When the emergency professionals get there, they kind of have a better understanding of, of who's critical, you know, and, and things such as that. Um, medic shears. Uh, a, uh, a rescue litter. So if you have to move somebody and get out, get out of the way, you can put them on that and carry them out. So, um, and these are all things that, um, obviously are, isn't all encompassing of if there's an active shooter situation, but it's something get you, get you on the mindset, go ahead and give you some, some supplies and a really nice bag that you can keep in your vehicle that you can have with you when you're traveling. And if something like that were to happen, you're prepared and, and you've got that stuff to kind of help out and help your fellow American um, who may be you know, suffering from an attack such as that or yourself, you know, if something were to happen to yourself, you have those items, tourniquets, um, chest seals, you have um, um, markers so that, you know, if it's dark out, you can, you can light the area up around you. So, you know, when help comes, they can find you easy. Um, you, you know, Brandon, when you're talking about this, I, I, first of all, it's good to have this because you're right. You got to prepare for the worst. But also, not only that, we have a lot of viewers and listeners, those who watch on the Liberty Eagle or the Cartel page, uh, those that are avid hunters. This sounds like something. Right. If you're a hunter uh, that, that you want to have in your cabin or wherever you go, you want to have something like this with you because talk about a great emergency kit just in case something happens. Yeah, I mean things happen all the time. You hear about hunting. I mean, I, I grew up hunting. I'm I'm real heavily involved in hunting. Um, and uh, accidents happen. Any 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 time you have uh, uh, you know a firearm or even bows and, and arrows and crossbows and handguns and stuff like that, you need to you need to have a, a medic kit 
you don't have to be a paramedic. You don't have to know everything there is to know. Obviously, if you do have more extensive type gear, you know, there's plenty of training out there for from the Red Cross and all sorts of other organizations where you can go and get training how to use this stuff. But you should always have a medical kit that that can take care of most anything that may happen. People accidentally shoot themselves. People fall out of tree stands. Yep. Um, you could be uh, hunting with Dick Cheney and get shot in the hunters. face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, get 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 run down by a chupacabra and he bites your leg off. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. there you go. Now we're, we're we're going off the deep end here, gentlemen. Brandon, we're almost out of time. We certainly appreciate it. Why would someone buy Battle Box? There's other boxes on the market. Why would they buy your box? Well, I mean, uh, Battle Box. We're we're we were voted the number one men men's box subscription box. Um, last year, um, for a reason, and that's because we're on top. We we set the bar. Um, we have a great customer base. We have an awesome community through our website. We have a forum there, so we're not only building. We don't we don't only, we don't necessarily call them customers. We call them our family because it's, it's a big community. We all get together and talk. And um, I mean, where else can you get awesome gear on your doorstep every month that's tried and true and tested? for the price point they were getting. So um, there's tons of fun, um, and uh, be sure to check us out at battlebox.com. Don't don't forget to take the E out. Drop that E out, B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. We've got a link up on the Facebook pages now, so we appreciate that. Brandon Curran, thank you for your time. Battlebox is a sponsor of the cartel. We appreciate it. We love your stuff, and we shout it from the rooftop. So thank you for taking the time, sir. Great, man. Had a great time. Hey, thank you, Brandon. Brandon Curran. And by the way, guys, the conservativecartel.com. Become a VIP. All you need is your email address. You can win this Pro Plus Battle Box this month. We'll let you know when that's going to run through. We'll give you the winner of the Moonstruck Leather Purse. But if you're already signed up, don't worry. If you've already given us your email, you're automatically included in this drawing. Look, we got to go here. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about the government shutdown. Rand Paul, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is back open. 888-900-3393. Matt Lott, Chris X, The Conservative Cartel. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. Welcome back to the Cartel. I am Chris X along with Matt Locke. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is now open. 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393 if you want to join us as Matt's. Oh, that was fun catching up with Brandon in Battlebox.com. B-A-T-T-L. No E. B-A-T-T-L box.com. Those are pretty cool. I was checking them out during the break. Very nice. Matt, I, you know what? I, I want that one right there Yes, on the desk. Well, and I'll tell one. you, you know, for those of you out there, I saw some comments on the Facebook page. This is a monthly subscription. 
So every month is different. People are talking, oh, I really need that one. Well, you're always going to get something different. It's always going to get picked to a specific thing that happens or what they feel the need. And if you do the Pro Plus, you're going to get the knife of the month. And, mm-hmm. and there, we got the Pro Plus here on the desk. It's the knife of the month and a knife. I mean, it is nice. I'm going to tell you it's that pretty. right now. It's, it's got a backpack in it. It's got some uh, bandages in it. It's got all kinds of things that you could use in an emergency, and that's important. Yo, absolutely. In this day and age, you never know what's going to happen. So, plus, if you're a hunter, man, these would be great to have while you're while you're out hunting. Yes, sir. All right. Going into the break, you mentioned we're going to come back talk a little bit more about the government shutdown. I want to get into that. Maybe we'll we have time. We'll get into the FBI and Department of Justice corruption. Yeah. It, all roads are leading to Obama. No. Shocker. I know it's very weird. I can't believe it. We've got to get into at some point the some Russian built American spies. Okay. American spies out of a hundred thousand dollars last year, promising to deliver stolen national security agency cyber weapons and compromising material on President Trump. Let's that's, talk about that. Let's real, let's, let's talk about story. that. I mean, that seems like a good place to start, doesn't it? It's a real story. I, that, I mean, it, it's a crazy story. I mean, that's the thing. Is as we were talking this morning, putting the show prep together, you're like, Matt, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, but it's so hard to, you know, it's so hard to fathom. Check this out. Okay, this is from the New York Slimes, by the way, the New York Times. Remember when they were really credible? So, <laughs> um, okay, so apparently in Berlin, of all places, after months of secret negotiations, a shadowy Russian built American spies out about a hundred grand, promising to deliver this stolen National Security Agency cyber weapons in a deal that he insisted would include compromising material on President Trump. This is according to American and European intelligence officials, so it's not just us. The cash delivered in a suitcase to a Berlin hotel room in September was intended as the first installment of a million dollar payout, okay? Only a million dollars. Only a million. Only a million. But that wasn't what they started out at. Right. He started out at $10 million is what he wanted. Here's the best part. Oh, no, 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 no. They went through, there's going to be this payout, American officials, there's Russian communications. They're going to go through. This is going to be devastating, These this theft of secret hacking tools. And then there's going to be this video of Donald Trump with a couple of hookers in a hotel room. Yeah. I mean, who's he think he is, Mary and Barry? They just, they're going to keep, <laughs> it's going to. So turns out what they end up getting was some dark video in a room with no audio that could be Donald Trump or anybody else on the planet with two people in a room and nothing else. They got jacked for a hundred K. These are our spies. Well, the, the, you know what? This is the crazy thing. My, my whole perception of the intelligence agency is blown because when I don't know about you, Chris, but when I think about our intelligence agencies, I think about people like James Bond or Jason Bourne or these really badass guys that go out there and beat everybody up and they're smart and they know how to use technology and they can swim underwater for five minutes and you know they're like superheroes and then you hear these stories of they got bilked for money from some guy that was uh peddling sausage I mean, this guy, I mean, listen to this. It was fantastic. I highlighted some points of the story. I couldn't believe it. It says right here, I, I, I was like, you have to be kidding me on this deal. Um, this, it says, a nearly bankrupt company that sold portable grills 
for street side sausage salesman. Wow. Say that fast. I'm getting street hungry. side sausage salesman. You're getting <laughs> our NSA is getting duped by guys that sell grills. How is yeah. that possible? Uh, you know the the sad part is you're right. We think of people like you know, Jason Bourne or, or James Bond. James Bond. You thinking about this? Instead, we've got Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Bruce Orr and his <laughs> wife Nelly. We're getting these people. Excuse or Adam, me. Or Adam Schiff for brains. For brains. Because, excuse me, I'm a Russian spy. He pushes his little glass. I'm sorry, an American spy. Here's my glasses. Um, I have a hundred thousand dollars in this briefcase, sir. Will you give me the naked pictures of the president? And then the guy's like, "Hold on, let me go get your sausage maker." See ya. I mean, literally, Chris. This is Keystone Cops. This is this is comedy television. You're like, oh my, you fell for what? Which which cup was was the ball under? Well, and, and the reality is, the saddest part is we know what this is. This is a carryover from the Obama administration. It shall remember early on in the Obama administration when the, the what is it, the Secret Service got popped, getting a bunch of hookers and stuff. Was it in Cuba or wherever, Venezuela, wherever they went? It's one of the Latin American countries. They all got popped. Unfortunately, this was it. All of these people, not all of them. But a lot of them were so intent on bringing down Trump that they're willing to fall for anything. I mean, literally anything. The, the Russian claimed that he had access to a staggering collection of secrets that included everything from a computer code for cyber weapons stolen from the NSA and CIA. First of all, wouldn't they know that? To what he said was a video of, of, of President Trump consorting with prostitutes in a Moscow hotel room. This is the second time they've fallen for this. According to American and European officials at the Russian that, uh, who agreed to be interviewed in Germany on the condition of anonymity. There remains no evidence that such a video exists. So... Here we are, kids. We've got the we got what four dossiers now. We got spies, American spies, being duped into giving a briefcase full of a hundred thousand dollars. But you know what? That's par for the course during the Obama administration. Remember when they sent an airplane with three giant crates of cash money to Iran and a hostage exchange that he claimed wasn't a hostage exchange? No. And then when asked why we sent him cash, his response was, well, "What are we gonna do? Uh, you can't just write him a check." <laughs> you know, the only question I keep thinking about the last minute is, uh, was the kielbasa any good? I, I don't know. I mean, did, did they make good sausage? Man, t here in Houston, we have good company uh, barbecue. If you've never been, when you guys come back down to Houston, I'm taking you there. I think you guys have it in Dallas, right? Oh, uh, we may. I don't know. I just moved here, so I don't know everything about Dallas, but producer Ron will know. But, you know, Chris, here's the thing that keeps sticking out to me. Let's be, let's get off the, the frivolity for a minute. These people are asleep at the wheel. Uh, you know, I, I, I've got to, I've got to, but are they not though? No, I mean, they're not. look at this. I want to, I want to tell you this and then you tell me because here's a little bullet point I pulled out of this story. It says, yet all four appeared to be drawn almost entirely, and they're talking about the dossiers, almost entirely from news reports, not secret intelligence. Though no. all, they all also contain stylistic and grammatical usages not typically seen in Russian intelligence reports. Well, and Yuri Chavetz, a former KGB officer who spent years as a spy in Washington before immigration to the United States after the end of the Cold War said that, hello guys, wake up. This isn't even, this isn't even intelligence.
No, and, and this is why I disagree with you when you say asleep at the wheel. They're not asleep at the wheel. That means they'd be doing nothing or whatever. The reality is they're actively falling for bogus plans, throwing out money, uh, paying, because we saw what happened with the dossier with Christopher Steele, and then paying, we have Fusion GPS, the DNC, the Hillary Clinton campaign. They're p- actively participating. That's not asleep at the wheel. That is working as hard as they can to find anything, and they found nothing, but they're going to fall for it. They're going to fall for it every time. They will continue to fall for if we're not finding this stuff out isn't there a test like isn't there a background thing you have to pass to be a spy you would think i mean american sniper came out i'm reading vince flynn right now i'm a big brad thor fan everybody knows it but i'm reading vince flynn and he's got mitch rapp who is this ultra spy brad thor's got scott harvath i mean these guys these are the guys they think of when they're spies but you've got these knuckleheads out there hey you know i i'll give you money here's my suitcase give me all the goods on trump you know what? Hold on. I, actually, I'm rethinking this entire thing. Matt, I want to let you know, and I want you to talk to your friends over at the FBI or the CIA or spies. Let them know that under a condition of anonymity, I have nude pictures of Donald Trump with hookers, dead hookers, too. I've got NSA secrets. I've got all of this stuff. All they got to do is bring me a briefcase, 250 grand. To Should we start out at a million, or what should we start out with, Matt? God, I think you could probably get two or three as dumb as the NSA is. I started five. I don't want to. Yeah, don't don't, don't, shoot don't go myself. low. Don't 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 sell yourself short. Could be good point. You're right. Let's go five million. I mean, hell, with. if we make him a sausage or a hamburger or a cheeseburger, we might get more. They may they may be tapped into us now because we talked about cheeseburgers. They want some sausage. They want this is out. Of, this should be out of the Chris X Files. Don't go away. You're listening to the Conservative Cartel. I'm Chris X. Matt Locke. We get a lot more to cover. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. On the Blaze Radio Network. been teasing this government shutdown we probably ought to get to it it did happen i want a cheeseburger off it that was fantastic by the way not that i wanted the government to shut down but we're going to get into this because Rand paul did some things that i think need to be spoken about but we also need to get into the budget welcome back to the conservative cartel we are live from the nine line apparel studios on the blaze radio network by the way glad that you're here this saturday morning if you'd like to be part of the program we'd love to hear from you Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Chris X, my partner in crime, Matt Locke, your voice of liberty, and we are breaking it down for you freestyle on a Saturday morning. But look, here's what happened this week. There was a government shutdown. I know you didn't notice. Nobody really noticed because we don't know what the government does anymore. To be quite honest, we know our spies suck. Hell, the government sucks. I think they all suck. But... In a 240 to 186 vote, a $400 billion spending plan got sent to President Trump's desk, and he signed it. He signed it. And and we're at a point, Chris, in our government today where anything that looks like a half compromise is good. 
because we've got a Democratic Party that is just incapable of any kind of compromise. Let's just say what it is. They don't negotiate. They hold hostage the government. And Donald Trump's kind of put that noose around their neck. But Rand Paul did something that I found extraordinary this week, and I found it telling. He stood up for the American people. And what did all of the other senators do to him? They vilified him. Of course they did. Yeah. Now, first of all, the the links you will go to get a cheeseburger, you're willing to shut down the entire government. I'm impressed. I mean, that's the power I hold here at the conservative cartel. I can make one phone call and the government shuts down. And you thought I just made up the nickname Locker of Mats, okay? You that's that that's right. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, Rand Paul did as best he could. He was acting like a real senator, as Deborah says, over on the, the Liberty Eagle. And he's absolutely, she's at right, and he's right. He stood up talking about the out-of-control spending that Republicans, including John Cornyn from Texas, went on to attack him over. These people railed against out-of-control spending under the Obama administration. And now here they are doing the same thing, saying, well, we just we got to do it in order to pass it so we don't have a shutdown. As you mentioned, holding the government hostage. hostage. And yeah. they continually do it, Chris. And as we sit here and watch, we've got – and we talked about this th- this week on the Conservative Cartel show during the week. You can catch that on our Facebook page, by the way, or the Liberty Eagle. Yeah. But we talked about this, and we're at a point where time moves so fast in politics. We literally are in February. November and the midterm elections will be here tomorrow. That's how fast it will seem. And, and, and our biggest our biggest responsibility as 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 we are citizens of this country is voting, is being prepared, is being knowledgeable of what is going on with our politicians. So when we have a politician actually do what he says, the entire country should be applauding. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, uh, once again, it's who's controlling the narrative. You've got that. And and you're right. He's standing up for for us, for his constituency, doing what he's supposed to do. And he shouldn't be vilified by other members of Congress. But that's the way it goes. We say how they are on the left and those what they like to call rhinos on the right, Republican in name only. You may have something to say about the shutdown because it was only a very short amount of time. Uh, the the Black Rifle Coffee hotline is open, 888-900-3393, 3393 Rand Paul did what he's supposed to do. He is representing his constituency. And then guys like John Corn and these others attacked him. Uh, the, the other outside of this, and, and I know it sounded like you were getting on to our, our listeners and our viewers about being American people. We don't mean to get on to you. The, you. You shouldn't get yelled at. We understand you're very busy. You have busy lives. We, we have children and we have uh, you know events and we have to work. A lot of people work two jobs and you name it. But it is important at this point in time, we have now learned we can no longer be complacent no. in, in this country because we've seen what happens. When you don't know what your politicians are going to do, you get Barack Obama eight years and Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, and we damn near, by the grace of God, we did not get a Hillary Clinton for the next four to eight years. Because you can guarantee with all of the avenues that those slimy individuals use to try to stop Donald Trump from becoming president, they would do it to stop anyone else. And it would be ten times worse than what we already know because those things don't get better when they go unchecked well so it's and chris aware. i wasn't going after the audience because we know our audience is very intelligent 
They listen yeah. to us. I mean, they tuned in and they listened to us, and we appreciate that. But at some point, you have to take it upon yourself personally to activate. We, we talk about this all the time and spread the conservative word. I, I want to read this to you because it, to everyone in the Senate, this sounded foreign. Rand Paul, direct quote, direct quote, I ran for office because I was very critical of President Obama's trillion dollar deficits. Mm-hmm. He says, now we have Republicans hand in hand with Democrats offering us trillion dollar deficits i can't in all honesty look the other way he, I, I, you know what he nails it i want let's go to the phones on the black rifle coffee hotline and we'll be taking more of your calls 888 if you want to get in let's pick up with jewel it looks like she's in tennessee uh advice for the republicans do you have some for us jewel yes Jules, and out of tennessee and yeah you know they need to keep it from being personal, the personal attacks. Um, when Rand Paul voted against this, uh, the representative, uh, Charlie Dent, a Republican out of Pennsylvania, um, and I'm quoting, said on Friday that he could understand why Senator Rand Paul, Paul's neighbor, would attack him last year, it wasn't, and he was annoyed with him after Paul blocked a deal from keeping the government open on Thursday. Now, that's a personal attack based on a situation where Rand Paul was severely injured. that has nothing to do with any of this, and that's a personal attack. Now, you get their liberals like Bette Midler, who do go on to Twitter and they do their stupidity uh, show and say, Rand Paul deserved getting beaten and I wish the neighbor would come out and beat him again. That we expect. But when you're in a, the Republican Party, you do not go and do that. Great comments. Thank you for the call. Fantastic. Yes. She's she's dead on. Right on the money. And and she's right about Bette Midler. I'm glad she said that. I was watching Fox News this morning, and this is the mentality of the left. I wish Rand Paul's neighbor would show up and tackle him again. But, you know, they don't see their hypocrisy, Chris. They, They rail and they wear black dresses and they fight for sexual harassment and for abuse. And then they go to Twitter and say, well, I hope Rand Paul dies. Now, but basically what it does is shows the breakdown of their moral character. These people are scumbags. And I agree with the, the, the Republican uh, that, that said the same thing. You two are scumbags, sir, when you're wishing this. And now, making a joke's one thing, and I know a lot of them are trying to joke. But the problem is we live in a hyper-elevated time where Steve Scalise was shot in the hip and damn near died, had to go through multiple surgeries by some whacked-out Bernie supporter who wanted to murder Republicans for being Republicans, okay? Yeah. You've got uh, other Bernie supporters going on... Uh, Buses and trains and attacking people. You got these these people that call themselves Antifa or Antifa or whatever. They go around and they say, "Hey, if you disagree with me, you're a Nazi. Nazis deserve to be punched in the face. Yep. I'm going to punch you in the face because you disagreed with me." Unfortunately, you got to be careful with these jokes now. Those on the left who are hyper offended by every mansplainer out there and everything that happens. You can't go do the same thing and turn around and cause us because now we know it's gotten dangerous. And when it, it infuriates me when these people attack, because I am a huge fan of Rand Paul. He is a doctor. He's a highly intelligent individual. And I agree with everything he said when he was standing up. And to make a joke or to say something like he deserves to be attacked because he rep- represents his constituency, now you know why people hate politics. Well, now you know we why good people don't run for political office, Chris. Yeah, Fine. Exactly. You said that excellently. Excellent. 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 Yeah, I can't. That was easy for you. It to was say. easy for me to say. It was excellent what you said, 
because now we don't have we have politics that are in the mud the left backs antifa the left backs the blm the left aligns themselves with these people hollywood and you see the effects you get and so what happens to our politics they get farther and farther and farther into the mud and we don't have good people run and you see people that are out there trying to do their job they're out there trying to do what was promised they're trying to do what they told their constituents they would do they're trying to get government out of the way and heaven forbid they're trying to get the deficit back under control because at this point we're at 21 trillion dollars and that's the greatest national security threat we have look one more hour don't go anywhere uranium one we haven't even gotten to that yet hillary clinton back on the chopping block we'll be right back after this this is the conservative cartel with matt lock and chris axe on the blaze radio network You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, an FBI informant involved in the controversial Uranium One deal has told congressional committees that Moscow paid millions to a U.S. lobbying firm in a bid to influence then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton by helping former President Bill Clinton's charities during the Obama administration. That's the bombshell we're going to bring to you. Welcome back to the final hour of the conservative cartel, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-933-93. Alongside my partner in crime, Chris X, I am Matt Locke and Ron Phillips. What do we got for him this hour? Hey, this third hour of the conservative cartel today is brought to you guys by Clay Clips. Attach your clay pigeons directly to your target board. Clay targets are no longer just for shotguns. Clip it, break it, reload it, clayclips.com. Chris, in yet another revelation, which anybody with a, a an IQ above room temperature already knew, we now have a whistleblower telling us that there was pay to play in the Clinton Foundation and Global Initiative. Are you shocked? You know, we've been talking about this for literally years at this point, or at least well over a year. Uh, no, not one bit. There, it's pretty clear when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, while they sold uranium, 20% of U.S. uranium, to Russian entities dealing with a company called Rosatom and uh, the, the, the different uranium one deal. And then, of course, you've got this, this Clinton Global Initiative and, and the Clinton Foundation, which somehow mysteriously from Russian entities at that same time, Peter Schweitzer talked about it in his book, over $140 million were dropped into that foundation. Hmm. I wonder if that has any air of, um, well, nefariousness to it. You know, I love, I read, if you have not read Clinton Cash, you should. And Peter Schweitzer's got a new book coming out about the corruption in, in Washington. I mean, this guy is fantastic. I'm going to try to get him on the show one of these days. But we know, we know the, the, 
pay for play that has been going on with the Clinton Foundation. I mean, $500,000 for a speech for Bill Clinton just doesn't mysteriously show up in your pocket. I mean, when's the last time someone ran you down to put a half a million dollars in your pocket to come talk for half an hour? It happens to me daily, but you left out an important part of that. He not only did he get 500 grand for a speech, where was he giving that speech, Matt? Russia. In Moscow. What? You, you, you're just, hey, look, that's conspiracy theory right there, dude. I mean, you're off the deep end with that because, you know, the crazy thing is all of this, You've talked about it in hour two. We talked about it in hour one. Where does all of this lead back to? The Obama administration and Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. It all leads back to there. Now, look, this informant, by the way, his name is Douglas Campbell. And I'm actually surprised Mr. Campbell is still six feet above the ground. (laughs) I mean, supposedly this guy knows this stuff. And, And here's the thing. The left is in spin mode. They're in spin mode today because they got to tell you that this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, that his information is not correct, and that none of this is true, and that he lied under oath. But what are we? Who are we finding out lied under oath? Well, all of them. How's that? I mean, I would. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good answer. I would have just said Hillary Clinton, or I would have said, uh, you know, maybe it was just uh, Lois Lerner, or I would have said uh, Eric Holder, or I would have said James Comey, or I would have said. I mean, you could just go on and on and on and on at this point. Barack Obama has he been put under oath, or he was just on TV? Right. And here's the thing that we're looking at now, because I'm glad you mentioned this. It's kind of an offshoot, but this has been going on now for about a week or two. Mueller, this is what I'm talking about. When the Democrat Party, you know, is trying to distract you, Mueller wants to sit down with Trump under oath. And it's like, why in the world would the president ever do that? Mueller, anyone, anyone Mueller. You know, as you're bringing up this, there's the article that I wanted to touch on, and it's it's holistic analysis of the Justice Department and FBI's interconnected and ostensible investigations of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump amount to, quote, the worst abuse of political power in American history related to elections, according to Tom Del Becerro, or Beccaro. I'm not sure you pronounce his name. Del Beccaro. We've actually had Tom on the program before on the cartel, and he's a fantastic lawyer, knows a lot. But isn't that telling? Oh, he's dropping some bombs. But if you go back and look what he's saying, what he's talking about, you go look what was happening in, in the Department of Justice. You go look what was happening in the FBI, them acquitting Hillary Clinton before the investigation was even done. And now we are knowing it's way worse. The president's saying he has nothing to do with it. And now we know, thanks to text messages, that somehow mysteriously disappeared and then reappeared within a week. You've got servers that have been wiped like with a cloth. You've got the, uh, the uh, Fusion GPS being funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign. Opposition research used to obtain a FISA warrant to go after a potential guy running for president, the nominee for the other party, trying to manipulate election, that also being used to try to bring down a sitting president. It's astonishing what we're seeing. We are seeing treason. You're not. This isn't everyday. This isn't an everyday occurrence. This isn't normal. I mean, it, you don't, you don't take now. a ball peen hammer to your cell phone. On a regular occasion. I mean, don't you just want to take, I mean, they just needed to take some anger out. They needed to relieve some stress. I mean, working for the government's hard. Hold on a second. I'm uh, just finishing up my bleach bit. So, because everybody uses that. 
It's astonishing what Hillary Clinton did. And then and what is she? She is, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of the resistance movement. She's the resistance. We saw what she was doing. So what does that tell Coughing. Oh, well, she's doing a lot of coughing. I don't know if she was really coughing. I mean, could you say this would be considered coughing? I mean, just take a listen. I mean, it's... violence. And by <coughs> continuing to tell the truth about our week. lives. So <coughs> let me add my voice. Could someone not hand her a cough out. drop? I pledge to never give up. <coughs> I will do everything I can <coughs> to keep my voice, number one. She's allergic <laughs> to the truth. She's choking on what her it is. <laughs> In the midst of the snowstorm, stay on the front lines of democracy. Oh. Thank you all for being part of this gathering. I, 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 I feel, feel who, who was who was the green? Remember the green frog that was all the rage for the conservatives? Peppy, wasn't it? Well, maybe Peppy crawled into her throat. She had a frog Maybe people will die. That's all I gotta say. People need kidneys. It's sad but decreed. Yet the senator's hoarding one more than she needs. I offer this bill and I hope you'll vote aye. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Sound like Traffic she died. Have many crying with fear. Over 30,000 people are dying each year. This modest change I propose must be applied. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. All right, that's enough of that. I, the, the scary thing is we, we live in crazy times. And I know we tend to have a little fun with this. But the reality is, we were dealing with a someone who was literally one heartbeat away from becoming president of the United States. She was there. She was ready to do this. She was, well, physically, obviously, that's not the case. Right. Mentally, probably not the case either. But nonetheless, there was an entire movement in this country that not only was trying to get her elected, they were actively participating in the highest branches of our government to undermine the, the, her opponent. It's stunning. It, 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 no one, it, it seems like no one is talking about it but a select few. It, it, and no. we're literally losing our constitutional rights slowly, and nothing is being done about it. We've talked about it on this show, Chris. Our Fourth Amendment rights of illegal search and seizures are being stomped on. I mean, they literally took a false dossier based on opposition research, got a warrant to spy on Americans and to try to influence an election in this country and no one on the in the mainstream media seems to think that this is even newsworthy and no one on the left cares so that's the reason why is because they're hardcore leftists and they don't care because it goes along with their ideology the reality is when when the Patriot Act was initially passed and we're talking about the NSA and that kind of stuff this is exactly what everyone who had a hesitation listen it's a real bad idea to give the government the the ability to spy on everyone in honor and in the ability to protect us we're gonna do this and we're, we'll never use it for for poor reasons we'll never be well, of course, they'll never, ever be corrupted in right. any way whatsoever. Now we're finding out it was standard operating procedure in the previous administration. That is dangerous for our republic. It is terrible. And when you open Pandora's box, you can't put the demons back in. It's no. as simple as that. And if Donald Trump were doing it today under the same premises, the mainstream media would be running 24-7. Now look, coming up in this next segment, we've got Singer. John Preston joining us. He wrote a song and sang called Before I Am Gone. He's a firefighter. He's a vet. And I can't wait to talk to him. You got to get out there. Listen to his music. I listened to it on uh, YouTube yesterday. Yeah, Fantastic. John Preston coming up next. Matt Locke, Chris X, the conservative cartel. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is going to be down. But once we get done. 
888-900-3393. Be right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. With Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris Axe, along with Matt Locke, here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is not open at the moment. The reason is why we're about to pick up with our guest, John Preston. He's a singer. He's a firefighter. This guy's done a lot of stuff, and he's he's spreading some very good messages through some very tough times. And he joins us now live on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Hey, good morning, John. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us here on the Conservative Cartel. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are you? Doing well. And John, I'll tell you what, Matt here, uh, impressed with what you've done, being a firefighter, uh, being a songwriter, and you came out with a, a brand new song, Before I Am Gone. Tell our audience what motivated you to do that, and, and why are you a singer, and why do you do the message that you do? Um, well, we got a bunch to talk about then. Um, the, the song, actually, what's crazy about that, I've been aggressively in the media is through music uh, attacking post-traumatic stress with veterans for about four years now. Um, our first release was an EP to veterans. It, it came out. I actually wrote that song. Then um, we released it in 2014, different release. I went back in and recorded it with a Grammy award winning producer this time and made it what I wanted it to be. But uh, that song was my own personal suicide. note, And it was one of those worlds where I needed to put it on paper because there were points in my life where I felt like checking out. Um, ironically, two years after that song was written, I lost my own older brother, Marine Corps veteran and police officer for 20 years to suicide. Um, only ramped up what I was doing. <laughs> I've been playing music since I was a little kid. I've been pursuing it heavy now for four years and Prior to that, you know, in 2004, I was also going after it. And, you know, everything's happening now. You know, we're, we're all over the charts. We're hitting the mainstream. And that's the goal is to get to be number one in the world. We're number one in the world. We're going to affect real change. We're going to be able to alter laws in Congress and, and change things for the veteran community. Oh, it's powerful. It's That's huge. powerful, by the way. I'll tell you, John, It's we've got your song playing in the background low here. It's fantastic. I listened to it when, when Jenny sent our stuff. I mean, tell, tell, tell our audience what this song means before I am gone. Uh, to me, it means the world. You know, it, I, I, had a, I had a thing happen to me, and it, I, I'll tell you about the song itself, but I lost my brother in January 2016, and I got on a flight from California to Kentucky, and I was mind-blown, man. I was completely just lost, and he's got a family of four kids. You know, it, we're trying to figure out still as a family, you know, how are we going to pay for college? How are we going to do these different things? And 
I'm on the flight and I've got my my phone on random listening to music and my recording of Before I'm Gone from 2014 came on. At that point, I didn't want to play anymore. I was done. I had quit. I, I said, if I can't save my own brother, I quit. And that song came on and I remember hearing the intro and I kind of laughed to myself and I said, yeah, I get it. I'm not done. Um, it took two years to get this song out. I released Superman Falls in the interim. I, I, I executive produced a, an album called Battle Cry. Uh, by the way, I've been sober since my brother killed himself, completely changed my work ethic. And I put Battle Cry number 21 in the charts. I released a song about my brother's suicide called Superman Falls. And now everything has built to this. I signed with Conquer Entertainment. I have Universal uh, putting our music out. We're number 100 in the world today. We're on a chart with, with 50 other artists that are Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift, Bruno Mars. We are climbing the charts in the best in the world right now because of that song. You know, it, it's the world to me because it's my own ability to share to the veteran community and say, look at me because I wanted to kill myself. Listen to this song because at the end of this song, at the end of the video, that veteran's not there anymore. But look what I've done since I said I was going to take my own life. Look what I've done now. Look at me. Climbing the charts is going to be one of the biggest stars in the world for a long time. So, you know, pay attention. It's fixable. It, you can battle through post-traumatic stress. Well, I, th- I don't think you could have said any better. We're talking with John Preston. He's a singer, a recording artist, and he just mentioned where you, you go to YouTube, just go do a search on John Preston Singer, and you'll see exactly what he's talking about. It, it, you, you, you touched on a couple of things. One is uh, everyone has tragedy in their life, but that being said, the what our military goes through and, and, and the people that serve, and you've got this, this terrible suicide rate among military veterans. It fe- affects a whole lot of people, and you mentioned y- you yourself had considered it. First of all, thank God you didn't commit suicide side because look how many people you're going to help through your music look how many people will be touched because of what you're doing and you're doing it in an outlet that it comes as I'm, i too am a musician obviously not to the level you're at but you're when you're writing about something you truly care about something you believe in something that is real it touches other people i wonder just think about how many people are, are going through your music how many people you've been able to help is that not a a, a shout out to everyone out there if you're thinking about killing yourself don't do it look how many any more people you can help and you're not done yet in fact john you're kind of just getting started yeah we're climbing right now today uh, and it, for me it, we've altered and changed a, a, a ton of lives already and and i i one up the fact that i give you my art and my concept which to me is, is nothing i don't like artists that say you know i've made this beautiful art for you you need to listen and love it no I open my door. If you go to facebook.com right now, John Preston music, and you send me a message because you're dealing with some stuff. uh, I'm partnered with so many nonprofits. I'll have you somewhere to go and we can do it quietly. We can do it however you want to do it. We can get you taken care of. And that's been my, my passion and my goal is making sure that I'm putting in the extra effort because I spend more and I do a ton of interviews. I'm always on the phone for work itself but I spend more time on the phone with veterans dealing with problems than I do interviewing and touring and playing. You know, so it, it's about saving the individual, but taking it to the most macro level possible. And, you know, that, that's what we're accomplishing. And, you know, I, I tell my life story. It, that's all I do is I expose myself. And we as a veteran community and as a firefighting community, the police community, 
we're afraid to expose ourselves. We're afraid to say, I got something wrong with me. And I do it publicly so that other people can look at me and go, well, if he's messed up and he's doing what he's doing, then, then we could all do this, you know? You're absolutely right. right. Also, I'm impressed by the fact that you, you mentioned you've been clean and sober since uh, you know your brother passed. And that's has, I, obviously that can't be easy. There's had, there had to be times where you thought about it. What, what tips could you give to others who are, who are maybe going through the same battles? What has kept you on the path of the straight and narrow to continue doing what you're doing? Early on, it was a fight. It, it was absolutely a fight, but I quit cold turkey. I put it down. I didn't go to you know treatment or anything. I just said, I'm done. Um, but you got to understand what happened, this revolution that happened in my life. It, it, I lost my father six months prior to losing my brother. When I lost my father, I probably almost lost my firefighter job because I was such a drunk. I was completely mentally dependent on getting obliterated. And it messed with my work ethic. I had an album releasing when my father died that I didn't promote the way I should have. And it's one of those things that it clicked in my brain. And this is what happens with people with substance abuse. They have to decide they're going to fix it. And I promise you sitting in a sober mind right now for two years, uh, I'm the best I've ever been. And post-traumatic stress to me now is just a tiny little bubble in my rear view mirror. And I know my triggers because I'm sober. I'm not drinking to a point where I'm popping. And there's this ability to navigate it now that's never been there before. Um, I preach sobriety. People talk about different methods, you know, everything from drugs to marijuana to that typical military mindset of I'm just going to drink it away. I'm good. I don't have a problem. Um, It's altered my life. It's altered where I'm at in my status as a musician and everything else along with it. Well, John, God bless you for one. The cartel here, we respect and honor our veterans, our first responders, our firefighters, which you are. Thank you for what you do and in, in, in what you've done. And in, in thank you for telling your story. It's so powerful to listen to the redemption and the qualities that you have brought. So we've got just about, oh, I don't know, 60 seconds here. Where is John Preston going in the future, and how can people find you? Uh, in the future, we're number one in the world. You know, we're writing laws in Congress. I look way beyond. I'm putting a, a Nobel Peace Prize on my mantle at some point in my life. Um, that's where my vision is. We're going to make huge change for the veteran community. Um, anywhere you can download music, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, you know, anywhere you can go, just type in John Preston and we're there. Um, support it, push it, get it out. Uh, I donate all my proceeds. So if you buy it a hundred percent of before I'm gone, is going to stop soldier suicide. Uh, we're going to be out there. And if I can just say one thing, my life is in a, a spin with everything that happened with my brother's suicide. And he specifically said that life would be better without him. I tell you right now, a hundred percent life is not better without you. Oh, that's, John, so powerful. Thank you for stopping by the cartel. You are an official member of the cartel. You're welcome at any time. John Preston, go out there and find him. 100% of the proceeds going to suicides for, for veterans. Help this guy out. By the way, you're a fantastic talent. I mean, your music is fantastic. Go out and listen to John Preston. Thank you for stopping by, John. Thanks, guys.
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking once again, John Preston. Search him on, like I said, on, yes, type in John Preston Singer into your, your little YouTube account or your Google or whatever, and you'll find him. And, and he's right, his Facebook page is there. And as he mentioned, he will absolutely help you. If you're considering, if you're a military veteran, you're thinking about ending it. Don't look at look at what can be done. This guy was military veteran, firefighter, and then all of a sudden, look where he is now. He's topping the charts with something reaching, touching literally millions of people with his message. There's a whole lot more we have to that we Chris, can do in this world. I've got goosebumps. That's so powerful, Ron. This last fifteen twenty seconds, let's take us out with John Preston. Let's just go. Hey guys, we'll be right back. Stick around. Cartel rolls on. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the program, here's how you get in touch with us. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. It's thumping, bumping, and ready to go. 888-933-93. Alongside of Chris X, I am Matt Locke, and I will tell you that is probably one of the most powerful stories I have heard in quite some time and, and and we are huge here at the cartel we are huge proponents of our veteran community and and it is a tragedy that 22 veterans a day take their lives and and, and to be touched by it on that level in, in that personally knowing someone who said you know what the world might be better if i left it that is just astounding to me. And, and God bless him. God bless John Preston for doing what he does. And, and the guy is a fantastic talent. I, I don't, Ron, producer Ron and I were talking about it the other day, Chris. I don't know what genre of music that falls into, but the guy's got talent. Oh, yeah. No, and he's, he's very talented, and it's good to, to share that talent. I mean, coming from a musician background, which I am, and I enjoy music. Obviously, I'm, I'm not to that level. I'm not selling millions of records or anything. And I'm, I, But watching the, this talent, it really touches people. There's one thing you can do with music that is very difficult to do in any other arena, and you can touch people's souls, and, and he is doing that. And when you have a troubled soul, someone who's contemplating suicide and that kind of stuff, it's important that that message gets out. Yeah. And he's getting it out to a lot of people and you know what in many ways he's still serving he served in the military served in the you know the uh, the fire department helping people he's still helping people obviously it's in his nature and thank god he didn't kill himself 
Right. Thank God he's still doing it. And there's, uh, you know what? I, I got a friend who just opened up another nonprofit helping out uh, the, the the these veterans with post traumatic stress disorder, trying to to stop the suicide. It's something like twenty two or twenty three veterans a day are committing suicide. Yeah. We, we can do better. We can do better to help those. And we've talked about the health care regarding veterans. They should have the best in the world. Everybody can come together, and we can do better. And and he's just one of those guys. And he and he's doing yeoman's work, doing a lot. And I'm. I was so glad we were able to get him on the program today. And, and me too. And by the way, a very personal story here, by the way, Nine Line Apparel, who is one of our big sponsors, they had one of their family, one of their employees committed suicide in the last week. So if you head over to NineLineApparel.com, mm. they are running a special deal where all the proceeds for one of their shirts is going to his family. He left a wife and a young baby behind. Mm. And, and it's a very real problem in this country for these veterans. So NineLineApparel.com, they're running some stuff over there it's amazing how all of this interconnects to itself and you just got to get the word out there these veterans you know they go over and they sacrifice everything they 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 are selfless and then they need another challenge when they're done they need another mission they need another goal in life and nine line apparel have done that black rifle coffee battle box is another veteran-owned company these guys need missions and here they are help them out with their missions but check out john's work now yeah. Hey, by the way, on the final thought on this, this touched on something we touched on earlier in the week. Um, you've got you've got this, and we, we can do better with the health care for for the veterans. We do need to do. A lot. You've got the president of the United States says, "Hey, listen, I want to do a parade for our military. Yes. We want to celebrate our military yes. for what they're doing." And and what happens? It becomes a political pawn, and people are like, "That's what they do in these third world countries. That's what these dictators do. That's all this." So once again, we have those generally on the left who didn't applaud the military at the State of the Union. They right. sat on their hands. They could care less about the military. They always want to cut their funding. And then here we have something like this. You know what? Maybe it is time that we celebrate our military a little bit more, for it is them who pay the price for us to have the freedom in which we reap the benefits of every day in this country. Yeah, and it's the ultimate price. It's the things that you just, you you hit on this, and we're so, so adamant about this. Healthcare, they ought to be, if you're a veteran, you ought to be taken care of. You ought to be able to go wherever you need to go to get done whatever you need to get done. It's the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice for a country that, you know, if it weren't for veterans, we would not, we'd be talking a different language. We wouldn't have this great country. We wouldn't have the abilities we have or the constitution we have or the rights that were granted to us by our creator if it weren't for someone standing up for those very rights. No, you're absolutely right. We're so blessed in this country, and we overlook it all the time. And that's, Chris, that's why we come to these microphones and preach what we preach and go after the truth and take it to the left and the right because someone has to do it, and you have to be activated to keep these people doing what they should be doing. And, And here we have the uranium one. Here we have collusion. Here we have our intelligence agencies. Here we have a government that is literally so out of control and so, so just not doing what they should be doing. And we applaud the Rand Pauls of the world, and we applaud the people who are going out there every day and they're sticking their neck out to get to the truth. You know, it's it, we live in dangerous times. I mean, it's the, talking about 
the we've got different elements of the government and people within the government, high-ranking officials that have gone in, and, and this isn't necessarily new. We're we're learning more about it, yep. but this this goes back throughout the entire last administration. You had the IRS that was armed and weaponized by the Democrat Party <laughs> under Barack Obama to do what? To go after conservative groups, Tea Party groups, to shut them down, and it worked. Right. It helped in a, in a midterm election. It went through and made a big difference. And then you've got, you know, of course, we, we talked about Benghazi. You got Fast and Furious. You've got all of these different things, and then all of a sudden you've got Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. She's using the office of the Secretary of State as her own little her, her own little we'll see slush laundering fund. yeah well because the clinton foundation became her slush fund right that's exactly what she did they made hundreds of millions of dollars off that clinton foundation which is now virtually dead in the water because people found out what they were actually doing well they don't she doesn't have influence to peddle anymore isn't mm-hmm. it amazing that while she was secretary of state money was flowing through the, 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 the Clinton Foundation. I mean, it was flowing. We can go to all kinds of different information and sources that were telling. She was getting millions from Qatar, from Saudi Arabia, um, Iran. You, you go overseas, Canada. It was crazy. And all of a sudden, when she didn't become president, what happened to the, 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 the Clinton Foundation? Heck, what happened to her ability to speak without coughing half to death? That's you my question. You the definition of what it means to be a maker, well, and we are at this so event. grateful that you have come here today. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. They ask her a question, and she's still dying. Thank you all. I feel bad for her. Before you go, we'll let you. We we have one last question: the Olympics. Who are you rooting for? What what are you going to watch? Dylan, I'm going to watch as much as I can see. <clears throat> I love the Winter Olympics. I just I love the athleticism and the stories of our athletes. And <clears throat> I'm excited that Adam Rippon and Gus Kenworthy will be the first openly gay Olympians. Yeah! Of course. What? What? All right, all right. So let, let, let's discuss this just for a second. Why is she open? Is this just not the Democratic Party? Every chance they get, they pander to a minority group. Now, I'm going to say something here. I don't care if you're gay or homosexual. I don't care. You know, most conservatives are like me. If you want to live that lifestyle, you are going to have to go in front of God, our creator, at the end of your time, and you're going to have to explain it to him. I am not your judge, jury, or your God. But why do we have a Democratic Party that panders? If I were the LGBT community or the African-American community or the Hispanic or the DACA or the illegal alien community, I would be tired of politicians using me as as pawns, as as political pieces on a board that mean just that. Yeah, I'm one of those weird liberty-minded people that if you if you're well, you want to be homosexual or whatever you're doing between yeah. consenting adults, I don't care about. It really doesn't. If it doesn't affect me or whatever, I don't care. Live your life the way you want. And uh, the the reality is, of course, they they flock to the Democrat Party because that's who takes them, and they they get them perks, and they try to make the. I, there was an article speaking of of illegal immigrants. Did you see the DACA kids coming out this week that said if we don't get funding and they don't make DACA give us amnesty, we're going to self deport. Yeah, don't let the door hit you where the everybody good freeze. Split you. 
See you later. Yeah. Don't do anything. Don't, don't, don't do a thing. See ya. Goodbye. You know, look, it is, it is, this is the left's mentality. It is so unbelievable to watch the things that go on. You can't even hardly explain it. They're going to self deport just as good as Alec Baldwin and Rosie O'Donnell did after the election of Donald Trump. Okay. They're not going anywhere unless they're forced to. Simple as that. End of story. There you go. Speaking of end of story, we've only got one segment remaining, Matt. Yeah. We're almost done. Wow. Let's take a very short break. You've got one last chance to get in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. If you want to get in, you better do it now. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel. The Conservative Cartel. With Matt Locke and Chris Axe. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, along with Matt Locke, here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. You have reached the final segment of the Conservative Cartel. Fret not, okay? Fret not. Just because you're missing us now, you can catch us all during the week on our social media. You can go watch our shows on the Liberty Eagle Facebook page. Of course, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. You can catch us on Talk America Radio. You can find us all over this great land. Just remember conservativecartel.com or go on Facebook or whatever. We'll be back here, of course, again next Saturday as well, right here on The Blaze. Of course, if you want to get in this final segment, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is still open for now. Phone Nazi Ron can't shut it down just yet. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. You've got a short amount of time to get in. Uh, Matt, there's only really one thing that I really want to wrap up on, and we'll get to that because I know there's a couple of things you want to, we want to put our finishing polishing points on. Well, yeah. uh, I want to. We're going to get to this sinking Pacific Island as yeah. the prime example of climate change. Just a victim, actually not sinking. We'll get to that. But first, let's wrap up our thoughts. We were talking about, well, of course, the corruption, all roads leading to Barack Obama and the government and the the corruption. Is there any final thoughts you want to you want to put on this before we get to this? Well, speaking of shams, yeah. I mean, here, here's the here's my final thoughts. Very simple. We're going to wait and see. I have a feeling that some very big stuff is getting ready to hit. The Democrats are in scramble mode. They're doing the best they can with their, their FISA rebuttal memo. Donald Trump has played 4D chess. He's 10, 15 steps ahead. I think there is some big, big stuff coming out here real soon. And I think we're going to start seeing some lower-level heads start to roll. And we're going to start putting together a roadmap that leads to the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton as, as Secretary of the State. I think that's my final thought. Man, I, I think you're right. We, we kicked off the show with this Democrat memo. Um, uh, when you 
the, the interesting thing is it looks like Donald Trump has figured them out. I guess he was a Democrat for many years. He's changed party affiliation four or five times. He's very apolitical, to be honest with you, at this point. But he's standing for America, okay? He loves this country. Well, and they released the Republican memo, and the Democrats told us it's full of, full of misinformation, they're lies, and it's propaganda, and it's going to compromise national security, all of which has now been proven to be untrue, because we've all read that four-page memo. If you haven't, go read it. There's nothing compromising national security in it. But now the Democrats went to to Donald Trump and they said, oh, no, 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 we have to do this. They voted. Of course, Republicans said, all right, we'll release your memo, which is 10 page, 10 pages, which is full of information that needs to be redacted because it compromises national security. And they did it on purpose. Okay, we know that it came out beforehand. I know that uh, Trey Gowdy and many others said, listen, this is what they're doing. They're pulling tricks out of their playbook. And once you learn their playbook, it changes the methodology a little bit. When you know what they're going to, it's like you said, he's playing chess. They're playing checkers. And right now he's winning. Believe me, the Democrats, they're tired of all the winning. Believe me unreal but it, it, there we are it, it will be interesting to see how this pans out because you know something big's coming out we're in an election year you know that there's going to be information that's being held for a certain period of time to and this is the way our government works unfortunately they hold back information until it's its most effective look at the democrats they needed a rebuttal on the fisa so here it is it's the most effective it takes your attention off of what's really going on it takes your attention off of barack obama hillary clinton it takes your attention off the fact that these intelligence agencies were politicized and that they're rotten at the top that's what it does they want you to look at something else and here it comes so the news is going to come it's going to come it's just a matter of time and when it does i think it's going to be epic yeah yeah, by the way. And then the point I'm sorry, I left off there a minute ago when they they put that, that classified information in that memo to make sure the president has to redact it so it looks like he's hiding something. Of course, they're setting the landmines. Um, I don't know if there are any landmines on the Pacific nation of Tuvalu. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, it's That island has been long seen as this prime candidate to disappear because of global climate change you know global warming just forces sea levels to rise it's actually growing in size according wait what What? it's according to new research it is growing uh the university of auckland study examined changes in the geography of tuvalu's nine atolls it's it's an atoll it's got 101 reef islands between 1971 and 2014 they were using aerial photographs satellite imagery it found that eight of the atolls, uh, atoll, is that how you pronounce it, Matt? Atoll? I don't atoll? know. I, I don't know if that is the way. I'm not I, a, a, uh, a, a geologist. Well, I, when, usually when I use that term like that, I'm talking about Democrats, I'm calling them a-holes. But yeah, we're talking exactly. a- atolls. <laughs> uh, anyway, these atolls and almost three-quarters of the islands grew during the study period, lifting Tuvalu's total island land no area by way. about 2.9%. Even though sea levels in the country rose at twice the global average, the island is still growing, Matt. It's what's going on? I thought I thought How can that be possible? The polar bears were gonna be dead by now. The polar ice caps will have melted by now. All of that came true. Al Gore told us, right? Well, he well, look at your source there. I mean, he's the leading guy for the global warming crisis, right? That Al Gore is full of spit, man. I mean, he did invent the internet. He did. Thank I mean, God. He's pretty smart. I mean, you would think he would know. Here's the amazing takeaway of that, because nothing surprises me. The, the left has used global warming as a 
way to rip off the public. They're Matt, making money off of it. Matt, the planet has a fever, okay? <laughs> and we need to make movies full of misinformation to globally change the dynamics of global warming. Wait, it's global cooling. It's global climate change. You stop talking to me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Every time Al Gore gives goes to give a speech, they get about six inches of snow. It's like God's way of telling him to shut up. Man, his his he did a people. A lot of people don't realize he actually did a follow up movie to an inconvenient truth, and inconveniently, it bombed very hard because <laughs> it's it's pretty bad to do a follow up when everything you predict in the first movie hasn't come true. But it Man. doesn't. You see, that's the thing with climate change and global warming. You ever notice these these scientists? We're supposed to believe the science. You know, they say, well, the Earth's atmosphere over the next two hundred years is going to change. They don't ever say at five years or at 10 years, or even at 15 years, it's 100, 150, because guess what? You're not going to be around to know. Well, the good thing is even though the planet has a fever, the sun no longer has a fever. It's starting to cool, as we talked about earlier, Matt. And it's just one of those things where, you know, don't the Democrats in the Democratic Party ever get tired of being wrong? You know, anytime I start imitating Al Gore, I just want to imitate Bill Clinton. Hey, I just want to let everybody know there's a fever in my pants. What oh! I do? What I say? What I do? Stay away from me, Hillary. I'm not kidding here. <laughs> These people are clowns, and they've been giving this this pulpit, and they've used it like the bullies that they are to force this this global climate change down our throats to try to manipulate elections, to try to do all of these things. These people, you know, the reality is there are monsters in this world. They don't look like monsters, but they are. They're doing monstrous things. And this is this whole nefarious global warming thing did what? Did did the world get hotter? Did it get colder? Well, no, there is global climate change. The only thing this movement has done has enriched the hell out of Al Gore. He has literally made billions of dollars exactly. off this movement. Well, and it's exactly what happened. He has made a ton of money off the global warming, climate change, whatever you want to say. And I've actually done extensive research into this and talked about it on the cartel for some time. You got weather stations all over the country. You've got NOAA. You know, they process this data. Well, there are studies everywhere, and you can go find it. I don't know where to look right now, but, you know, you could probably Google it. Forty percent of that data has been made up. Oh, no, not only that, the thing they use, the, the charts they use and the computer models they use to say that we had rising global temperatures proved out to be flawed data, every bit of it. And their response to all of it being flawed data was, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter that it's flawed. We, we, we believe this to be true. So in other words, they're liberals and they will continue. And there's a reason why there's so many scientists that say this, because under the Obama administration and under the Hillary Clintons and the Barack Obamas and the Bill Clintons and the Al Gore's. What happens with those scientists when you say there is global climate change and global warming? They give you money. Yeah, and who they give fund, them money. And that's right. And you got to look at who funds these scientists. Are you really a scientist? It, but that's the problem, Chris. Everybody's got bias. So how do you fund anything scientifically? My pants are global warming right now. What I do, man? What I do? Oh, I don't know, but that's it. We're done. That's it for a Saturday. Hey, check us out Monday through Friday on our Facebook page, The Conservative Cartel, The Liberty Eagle. We would certainly appreciate that. Spreaker.com on the go. Matlock, Chris X, The Conservative Cartel. That's it, guys. See you next week.
The conservative cartel is out. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network.